Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday, and it's the final day that we can guarantee delivery by Christmas Day. Anything ordered at danpatrick.com, except moonshine. That's not guaranteed. Just letting you know. Sunday night, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens take on Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. That'll be 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. And that's one of those standalone games where you're looking at Lamar Jackson. If he has a really good game, now you move up a little bit in the MVP odds because right now it appears to be a two-quarterback race. It's Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. Then it's Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and Tyreek Hill. Football coming up tonight. Chargers are getting three against the Raiders. The over-under is 34-and-a-half. Anytime touchdown score, who do you have? Best odds to score a touchdown tonight at any time. Todd? Austin Eckler. He's second. Mm. Marvin? Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, blue, 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 blue. Yes. Uh, Zamir White is in there, then Devontae Adams. Amir Abdullah. Oblomgata. That's not, that's his, it's Amir Abdullah. Yes, Paul. I wonder if you could bet on, I'm sure you can, being scoreless at halftime. Oh, sure. I wonder what the odds on that are, what the plus on that is. Mm. You think it'll be scoreless at halftime? No, but it'd be a fun one to play with after last week with the Raiders. Mm. And the Chargers offense, not much better. Easton Stick. Ne- I would never besmirch <laughs> you. Don't, don't bet against Easton Stick. Nope. nope. All right, uh, so we've talked a lot about the Pacers. We've talked about the Bucks, the game ball, drama, all of that. We'll uh, do a little deeper dive here coming up. Um, your phone calls are always welcome. Poll question for the final hour of the program is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Well, Dan, people still sticking with Giannis deserving that game ball over Oscar Shibway. Yeah, but Giannis didn't want the ball for himself. He re- uh, it's reported that he wanted it for Dame Lillard. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going by what was reported. Only you're going by what Todd reported. No, Todd Fritz. No, it's not Todd. No, that journalists are reporting. Who? 
that uh, <laughs> well, we're going to talk to uh, one of those journalists. Is the uh, journalist with us, Todd? Any minute. Any okay, minute. Eric Name, the senior writer for The Athletic. He covers the Bucks. He was there when all the drama unfolded in the uh, bowels of the stadium, the arena there. Let's bring in uh, Eric, who joins us on the program. Help me understand here. Uh, okay, is it Giannis who wanted the ball for Giannis, or did Giannis want it for Dame Lillard? I mean, I think Giannis wanted it for Giannis. I think when Giannis had a chance to talk about it a little bit, he also wanted it for Dame because he realized, you know, I have a, a Hall of Fame teammate with me. He just had a historic night as well. So we need that game ball as well. Uh, but no, I think more than anything, Giannis knew that that was a franchise record, one that he one of the few franchise records at this point that he doesn't have. Uh, he wanted that basketball. He didn't have it and he needed to go chase it down. How much of a factor was it that it was the Pacers and the Bucks, given what happened with the in-season tournament game? I think the the Bucks definitely wanted to get that game back last night. The, the they've lost twice to the Pacers this year. The first game this year, Giannis had 54 points, uh, and the Pacers were still able to come back from behind and and grab a win there. So uh, I don't think the Bucks enjoyed playing the Pacers all that much. I don't think they enjoyed the Pacers, uh, you know, having some fun at the Bucks' expense in the in season tournament. You know, Tyrese Halliburton is is fantastic, but he did the whole you know fake dame time kind of thing is it my time now instead of dame time and, and you could kind of see that from the start of the game like at, at the very start of this game Giannis gets a attack he, he delivers a forearm shiver to Tyrese Halliburton as Halliburton's going back up the floor so you can tell there's this kind of bad blood I don't want to call it a rivalry quite yet they haven't played playoff games like the Bucks have act, like full-on playoff rivalries with like a team like the Heat so it's not quite there yet, but yeah, it definitely has some of that. They're a little bit annoyed with, with the little brother here, kind of trying to, you know, start something with the big brother. Where is the game ball? I mean, that all depends who you ask. Uh, because after the game, like, I'm sitting in the locker room, and Giannis is a thousand percent convinced that the ball that is in his possession sitting next to his locker is not the game ball from last night because every game I, I mean i learned a lot about game balls in nba rules last night but before every game there's three balls so you have three balls out there the captains go out they pick one of them and then there's a reserve game ball but also from my understanding there should be a reserve to the reserve game ball so there should be three that are there uh so Giannis thinks the ball that was put in front of him in the locker room after the game is the reserve game ball and not the actual game ball. And his reasoning was, I played 37 minutes. I felt the ball throughout the night. I shot 32 free throws. I know what it feels like. That is not what the ball feels like. So while they are telling him this is the game ball, and you can watch, you know, uh, right after the game, the one of the buck security guards goes straight to the ref grabs the ball and from what i can tell gives it to someone that works for the bucks and then the bucks have the ball in their possession but 20 seconds later tyrese halliburton has a ball in his hands Giannis sees it and thinks that's the ball so <laughs> honestly it, it is all about who you believe at this point because there are a number of people that i guess can account for the ball 
for some portion of the night, but can't account for the ball for other portions of the night. And now it is just who you believe. And this is one of the more ridiculous things I've ever covered in my time covering the league. Worst look for the Pacers or Giannis? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I mean, probably Giannis. Like, he is someone that's accomplished a lot. He's been through a lot at this point. He should probably, you know, not be allowing teams to kind of get underneath his skin uh, in this way. But at the same time, you know, whether or not the Pacers had the actual ball, once they're in the tunnel, they are yelling back to Giannis and all the Bucks players that have come along with them. Don't let him have the ball. You're not getting the ball. <laughs> so they enjoyed that, you know, whether or not they had it, they enjoyed that Giannis thought that they had it. So, uh, again, I don't know that anyone really comes up looking uh, looking great after this one because it truly is a pretty ridiculous situation. Okay, did you do any reporting on the Pacers with their tradition that their rookies, when they score their first basket, they get the ball? Yeah, so that is something that they do. But because this story just it just keeps having more and more layers. It gets even more confusing because Oscar Shibwe technically scored before last night. Against the Lakers. Did, right, but he did so in the in-season tournament. So now we have to figure out, is that an actual point? Because we're not sure how anyone's going to keep these records going forward because, one, we don't know if the in-season tournament's going to exist going forward. We don't know how long it's going to exist going forward. We don't know if it was an actual game or a not-actual game or just an in-season tournament game. So what's in an official NBA point at this <laughs> at this point? What's in an official NBA ball at this point? Which one's the real one? Which one's the fake one? None of us know anything, Dan. That's all I know at this point. This is what I'm wondering, you know, now as we move on, when a rookie scores his first points, does he ask to stop the game so he can take the ball out of the game? So he does. There's no confusion in case somebody goes for, you know, 72 points in a game. I mean, honestly, let, let's just go MLB style. And, you know, after, <laughs> after every time out, we'll get a new ball in there. We'll scuff it up. We'll make sure that's okay. Oh if God. it's a free throw, you grab it, throw it back out, get a new ball in there. Like, what, let's just go for it, Dan. Do you think Giannis gets fined? Yeah, I think so. I I don't think you can have the situation where, you know, you're running into a tunnel and making the scene. You know, when you were talking to Rick Carlisle after the game, he mentioned that uh, Pacers GM Chad Buchanan was in the tunnel and ended up getting bumped during that. Uh, Chad Buchanan confirmed with everyone that he's fine, and uh, I don't think it's going to be a serious injury. But again, just the, the look of it all, uh, a general manager kind of getting into – it's not a scuffle, but whatever, you know, some sort of physical altercation uh, with a player like, yeah, there's there's probably a fine coming. Can't wait until they meet, what, January 1st in Indiana? I mean, the beauty of it is it's January 1st in Milwaukee and then January 3rd in Indiana, a home and home, just I mean, it's going to be a lovely 48 hours. Okay. All the rivalry can be renewed, and we can figure it out all, all over again. I, can't, I truly can't wait. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate your time. I'm sorry I have no answers at all. <laughs> Neither do we, Eric. Neither do we. Eric Name, the senior writer for The Athletic covering the Bucks. Yeah, nobody ever said we had answers either. I ask questions. I don't have any answers. That's a good appearance by him. All right, some phone calls here. 877-3DP-SHOW. Uh, Nick in L.A. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind today? 
Hey, I just wanted to make a comment, see if anybody noticed about when Draymond dropped Nurkic. Nobody on the Suns moved a muscle towards that guy. I mean, we've seen a lot less, and everybody makes a big, giant, pushing, shoving freak out about it. That tells me a lot about how they feel about that dude in the locker room because no one came to him, no one got in Draymond's face. They just stood there and looked at it. Well, I think you got to be fair in retaliating. Uh, as soon as something like that happens, usually the assistant coaches turn to their bench and make sure they hold the players back. I don't know if that was the case. Uh, as far as teammates going up, what did they uh, you know, say or do to Draymond Green? It is a great point you bring up. But I think you, you're extra careful, I think, nowadays in going up and maybe you, you're inciting the, you know, this moment here. I was kind of surprised at the reaction by the Golden State Warriors bench. And even Steve Kerr is not really, he's not even looking at Draymond when it happens and then all of a sudden realizes, I, I don't think anybody's ever surprised where they go, oh my God, did you see what Draymond? Now it's, yeah, you see what Draymond did again? And now he's suspended indefinitely. And, and I don't know if it matters. Sometimes when you go, okay, the suspension has to matter. Is 15 games matter to Draymond Green? Is the 20 games? If, if he's suspended for 15 games, then you're basically saying, Golden State, you're not going to make the playoffs. 20 games, absolutely no chance. Does the league want to do that? Now, let me play conspiracy theorist here because the league loves Golden State because we still love watching Steph Curry play. Klay Thompson is not himself anymore. Uh, Draymond is, is interesting TV. I'm not going to say must-see, but he's interesting. Do you want to take him off the court? Do you want to take Golden State out of the playoff picture? You know, Is the punishment going to fit the crime here? Are they going to punish him even more? Is it a, a Ja Morant situation where it's like, okay, enough. Now we're going to sit you down. Does he need help? Did he need help before? So there's a, a few questions that I have with this. And I think the indefinite suspension, it's almost like the league is given a little bit of a hall pass. Now they can take in all the opinions that are going to be out there, all the writers that are going to be out there, analysts, this is what they did with John Moran. Everybody had an opinion. Everybody has an opinion on Draymond Green. You gather all that information, and then you go, 15 games. Plus, is the Players Association going to appeal this? Because your job is to protect the players, but you have to protect your players from Draymond Green while trying to stand up for Draymond Green's rights. Good luck with that. Uh, let me see. Mark in San Antonio. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, you guys were uh, talking earlier about uh, Brandon Aubrey uh, as a possible rookie of the year, and it piqued my interest as far as kickers or place kickers as rookies of the year, and it's happened three times in the past, which I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. But the first time it happened was 51 years ago, what year was that? 51 years ago, 1973? 72. 72. 72, rookie of the year, a kicker. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Jan Stenerud? <clears throat> Anyone else? Jan was kicking, I think, before that. Yeah. Um, kicker? A, a young man out of an NAIA college. 
from Poland. Oh, no, not Chester Markle. That is the man. Bloop, bloop, Dan. Damn it, Mark, that's too soon. No, it's, no, it's bad. No, no, I can't even give him a stat of the day on that. That's, that, that, that hurts. That hurts. And you know that hurts, Mark. Chester Markle cost me a, a bet. Packers-Bears. Okay, the other two kickers. The other two kickers. 1984, 19. Philadelphia, Paul McFadden. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Nope. 1992, from Detroit, Jason Hansen. Yeah, I would have gotten Hansen. Okay. Well, thank oh. you, Mark. Thank you. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Zach in Reno. Hi, Zach. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Hey, man. Uh, I've got a gripe about NFL officiating. <laughs> Get so in line. We all know that playing. <laughs> yeah. Get in line. So we all know that playing penalty-free defense in the NFL is next to impossible. It's sounding more and more likely that the NFL is going to ban a tackle called the hip drop tackle. I think this is going to be met with criticism that defenders are getting flagged for simply playing football. Just wanted to see if you had thoughts on this. Well, we're not going to be playing flag football. And, you know, the commissioner did talk about this type of tackle that we saw on Tyreek Hill. Uh, You know, it's like the horse collar tackle. Now you have this, the hip drop. And the commissioner has brought this up. I, I just... I feel bad for defensive players trying to understand what they can and can't do, when they can do something, when they can't. You're flying at, you know, 100 miles an hour. And while we can watch something, even in real time, and go, oh, you should be able to adapt to the situation, it's so fast on the field. And then you see slow motion, and a defensive player sacking a quarterback is not thinking, man, I just want to crush him. It's... I need to tackle him, not land on him, be at the side of him, don't hit him up top, hit him in a, you know, an area the size of a mailbox. That's it. I mean, imagine playing that way, where you have to be instinctive, but you also have to be thinking in real time of, oh, did I lower my head? Can I lower my oh, I'm going to make helmet-to-helmet contact. It happens so fast. Yes, Marv. It feels like uh, holding a baby. Oh, wait, wait. No, no, no. Hold his head. Hold his head. All right. Bring him down. All right. All right. Now Swaddle him. Oh, take a nap. Okay. Swaddle him. All right. Yeah. Yes, Paul. So there's a tackle. They were showing this the other day. I think Van Pelt was showing it. There's a tackle towards the sideline where someone did a hip drop. Was it Hurts that yeah. got hurt? And so um, what else are you going to do? do you, you can't, uh, you can't uh, you know, pile drive him if you got him in your hands. You, instead of slamming him like they used to do, now they do the hip drop because you can't slam him. It, it, you're, run, you're running out of moves. But it's not that we're getting closer to flag football. Um, it's it's giving the defensive player at least a little bit of an advantage at some point. And they haven't done that. It, it's gone the opposite. And I think, to be fair, if I'm a defensive player, now this happened when I back in the 90s when I was doing SportsCenter. And I remember a, a, a defensive back told me, the only way that I can make SportsCenter highlights is an interception, a sack, or I blow somebody up. And if you go back to the number of plays back then where defensive backs weren't trying to tackle you, they were trying to blow you up. They would just launch their body into you. Well, they've they've taken just about everything out of this. When we see a big hit, we immediately assume somebody's going to get flagged for it. 
and 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 it's not always the case, but it's oh my god, he had to do something illegal if it ended up like that. And sometimes it's just a great hit. I, I don't know how Ronnie Lott would play today. Don't. I mean, there's certain players that played on the edge. Uh, you know, Jack Tatum played for the Raiders. They they couldn't. I don't know how they would play. I mean, they'd have to learn to play differently. But Ronnie Lott was going to hit you every single time he could. He wouldn't be able to do that now. Take a break. More phone calls coming up. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't want to start anything while perhaps starting something. We haven't heard if the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get fined for criticizing the officials. Andy Reid, also Patrick Mahomes. Now, keep in mind, Deontay Johnson, remember last month, he was fined $25,000, said the officials must have gotten paid well today. Usually the players are the ones who get fined. 
if they question the integrity of the officials. But this time, Andy Reid did and Patrick Mahomes. I'm curious. It seems like Patrick Mahomes is going to get fined, but I would think Andy Reid would get fined. I'm not sure what the weight is. Um, then maybe they don't always announce it. I don't know. But I'm just curious about that with the league office. Yes, Todd? If they winked at it for whatever reason with Mahomes, other than being the face of the NFL, because he said, you know, they're human beings, people make mistakes. But Andy Reid went all in saying that's embarrassing. He's used that word a few times. Yeah. That the officials embarrassed the league. By the way, uh, everybody has uh, Kadarius Tony's back. Here's uh, Patrick Mahomes talking about his wide receivers going into the game against New England. Just be you, man. I mean, that, that's all you can do in, in life or in the, in this league. I mean, you're going to make mistakes. I mean, stuff's going to happen in your life. Um, how, how do you accept that adversity and, and get past it and do it the right way? And um, Coach Reed preaches that, um, and I, that's how I roll. Is I mean, you make one mistake, that's not going to define you. It's going to be how you respond to that mistake. I've, all the receivers um, know I believe in them. Um, that's just kind of how I roll. If you're in this locker room and I see how hard you work, I'm going to trust in you in, the, in big moments, and I'm going to give you chances to go out there and make plays. And uh, from everything I know, their mindset seems like it's uh, in a good spot, and they just want to go out there and, and, and continue to get better and better. Okay. You don't want Kadarius Tony to – you just be you – no, that's why we're in this situation. He's been being you. You want him to be better. And I, I, I'm sure he's, he's saying all the right things. Hey, you know, I, I, I believe in my receivers and you know, throw them the ball and they'll make plays. And, uh, okay. There's no way. I mean, Tom Brady, when a play would come in, he would not throw it to a certain wide receiver later in his career with New England. It was reported that Tom wouldn't throw to this receiver. He didn't trust him. So, you know, quarterbacks don't look at all receivers and say they're, you know, created equal. You're like, I need a bailout. Travis, where are you? I'll find you. Uh, Kadarius Tony was open on the play. Okay, if you look at the video, he's wide open. And then that's when he gestured back at Mahomes like he didn't throw it. And then he stops, and then he drops his head. He lifts his head, and then Kelsey is coming his way. He throws him the ball, and he runs in for a touchdown. So he's already stopped on the play. And there's a reason why the Giants gave up on Kadarius Toney. He's either hurt, making an unbelievable catch, or dropping a sure touchdown. Once in a while, he can be awesome. And we always say, man, that guy's got talent. Wow, the Chiefs got a steal. And then you realize, no, they didn't. There's a reason why he was made available. But Patrick Mahomes going into this game, got to say all the right things. But I'm curious if the NFL finds them for what they said. Yes, Paul? Kadarius Tony reminds me of, he's like a player like Jameis Winston, where he's helping one of the teams in the game win the game. Mm. He's going to do something that helps his team or completely hurts his team. And Kadarius did this, remember, was it the Lions game week one or two? He had three drops in one game, and the Lions beat the Chiefs to yeah, start the season. Week one, yeah. Yeah, Mark. Does Tony's performance in the Super Bowl give him a, mul a mulligan? Like, you know what? He did right by us in the Super Bowl. Well, he got Eagles. another season because of that. Right. But is Kadarius Tony with this team next year? Oh, no. God That's no. what I'd be curious no. about. No. Yes, Mark. And when Mahomes is like, just be you. No, no, no. Be Tyreek. <laughs> no, no. Be, no, be something. Please. <laughs> Please don't be you. Yeah. We're in this situation because you were you. But Nick Wright was correct when he joined his first hour. He's like, everybody's now saying, oh, you missed Tyreek Hill. Yes, 
what team wouldn't miss Tyreek Hill, but they had to make that decision because they don't want to pay $28 million for Tyreek Hill. And they won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. You can't do the revisionist history. Now, are the Chiefs asking Mahomes to do more this year than in previous years? Yes. And it felt like the Patriots did that to Tom Brady a lot. Like, uh, hey, Tom, I don't know. Go out there and make something happen. Yes, Marv. Do you think the Chiefs go to Tony real early in the game? Just like a nice, you know, five-yard slant? Like, oh, we believe you. Everyone's getting up. Everyone's getting amped. All right, let's go. Andy Reid's eating a cheeseburger, getting amped. I don't know if that's true. Um, but I don't it, – it's not what he does early. It's what he does late that I want to know. Because when the game really matters, you know, it's on the line. Where's and that, Travis? Yeah, and then you're like, I'm going to go to Travis because he's double-teamed, but I trust him – Kadarius Tony is wide open over here. And that's where Mahomes went. Uh, Brock in Atlanta. Hi, Brock. What's on your mind today? Dan, breaking news. High school quarterback Turtle Flushman from Brownsville, Texas, is committed to Crappensburg State. The standout quarterback has exceeded all expectations this season with a strong arm, heady runs to squirt past the opposition in the South Texas Blue Water League. Coach Cotton Toddy White says, Turtle is known for his arm strength. He's blowing gas with accurate long throws down the pipe. He's been a streaky player with highs and lows throughout his high school career, but he splashed onto the radar of many college programs, most notably Crappensburg State. All right, thank you, Brock. I like that Brock spent time of his week where he's probably at the kitchen table and his <laughs> wife's going, what are you doing? Uh, just doing this Crappensburg State uh, thing. Just is working there, on my report. Yeah. Is there really a Crappensburg State? No, no. Dan Patrick show they made up Crappensburg State. But I'm busy right now, honey. Busy. <laughs> I appreciated the delivery there as yeah. a as a reporter. It's like yeah. a stringer calling yeah. in to give us an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Got a reporter calling in. And that's why you didn't take out the garbage or take the stuff out of the dishwasher. Yeah. Great. Yeah. By the way, with the uh, basketball controversy. I'm sorry, which one? The, the uh, Dame one and uh, Giannis one. If, if, if the ball was really important to Dame Lillard, when the clock is ticking down three, two, Dame takes a three, misses, and then uh, the official grabs the ball. Somebody from the Bucks comes by to get the ball. Another person comes by to get the ball. If Dame, if it was that important, where you're the fifth all-time leader in three-pointers made, wouldn't you just hold on to the ball? I just, right? I'm just going to hold on to it. See, Dame is cool. Yeah, Dame didn't care about but, that. But you know what? I it, You could look at it this way, too. Hey, I'm going to hold on to the ball and give it to Giannis. But he, he takes a shot, and then it you know goes to uh, the official, to a Bucks official, to another Bucks official. It's not about individual awards for Dame. No. Mm. It's about rings. Okay, but did Giannis want the ball for Dame? Or did he want it for himself? Because it seems like Giannis is saying the same thing. Both of those things. It's right. He probably is. Much like uh, Draymond didn't mean to, meant to punch somebody. Yeah. Giannis, I think, wanted the ball for himself, and then he was like, "Oh, and by the way, there was another guy who could have gotten the ball too, <laughs> and not just me." Yeah. Yes, Marvin. My favorite part was Giannis's brother. I can't pronounce his name. He's going to earn his keep somehow. You run in the locker room, too. Yeah. You run there, too. Giannis told him to run. You can't, 
you can't cut him. That's, right? a, that's a good brother right there. Like you can't cut your brother. You can't. The Bucks can't go. You know what? He's not angry. And I mean, like brother, like actual brother. Uh, actual, so, yeah, okay, yeah. Actual, I mean, like actual yeah, brother. Yeah. 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 Uh oh, here yeah. comes a little brother to be yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Watch it, <laughs> little brother. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. When, when Yusef Nurkic said, I think the brother needs help, I was like, man, that guy's been in NBA locker rooms a long time. <laughs> ben in Milwaukee. Hi, Ben. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan and Dan, that's a, a very healthy and happy holiday season to you guys. Shaking my head at the story you're talking about with the Bucks. <laughs> Ridiculous. They just need to win. But I'm calling because I've got an idea to make the in-season tournament matter. Oh. I think you've got to give it gravitas besides making a couple hundred thousand dollars. The person, team that wins the end season gets to bump up a spot in the playoffs. So if you're seven, you go to six. If you're the last in the league, you're probably not winning the tournament. If you're the number one team and you win, then you get to host the finals, even if you don't have the best record. It's got to mean something. Other than this, I don't know why they play hard. I think, it mean, I think that's too much, Ben, but I do like the path you're on there. Of and that's what I said. Okay, there there's some uh, financial benefits if you win the in season tournament or go far in the in season tournament. But it, can there be something that matters later in the season and in the postseason? Can it help in any way with that? And you know maybe Ben's onto something there. But it feels like that might be like it, you know when the American League and the National League and whoever won the All Star Game, then that the American League representative got to host the World Series, and I went. No, 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 no. We, we don't need to do that. But Fox wanted people to care about the All-Star game and convince baseball to go, well, give home field advantage to whoever represents you know, the uh, winning team in the World Series. Yes, Paul? Going back to Thanos, Thanos yeah, yes. Tetacumbo, he averages uh, 2.6 points per game over the past five years on the bench for the Milwaukee Bucks. He plays about seven minutes a game. Did they stop the game, or did they get the game ball when he scored his first points? <laughs> Checking. Now I'm obsessed with every NBA guy that we have on. I have to ask, did you get the game ball in the game that you scored your first points in? I've never heard that. No, nah, I've never heard that. But we did have a former NBA player, Sam Decker, played at Wisconsin, and he was listening, and he said, no, that... He got. He has his basketball. Does LeBron have his basketball from the game against Sacramento? His first game, his first points. I don't know. I never heard that. I think Maybe Doug Christie has that. Doug Christie has it. Yeah. Mm, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Rick in Ohio. Hi, Rick. What's on your mind? Hello, Dan. Hi, Rick. Uh, it's great to talk to uh, the greatest shooter out of the Midwest, mm. Rick Mount. I. How's that for buttering up? Huh? I like it, Rick. You're not that far hey. off. You're not that far off. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Giannis's basketball. Being a memorabilia uh, collector yourself, mm -hmm. if you had the choice be between having the non-game ball and the game ball that uh, he set the uh, one-game scoring record, which would you rather have? Which well, do you think would sell for more money? So the mistaken ball? As opposed to the real one? Yeah. I, I want the real one. I, I do. Because I know that's going to be worth something. The mistaken ball, you kind of have to explain the story, and then, you know, you have to tell people who Oscar Chwebwe is and that he scored his point, but 
He'd already scored a point against the Lakers, but that was the in-season tournament, so it's not really his first official point. So he got his first point, and they gave him a basketball. <laughs> it got heated in the hallway after that game. Over a basketball. I want that ball. It would have been great if Giannis calls out Oscar. Oscar, get out here! Bring that ball. You know what? Let's play one-on-one. <laughs> yes, Marvin. I can't wait until my man Oscar goes off. Uh, the I next game, no, no, he's not the going headline's going to be Oscar the Grouch going crazy. <laughs> he's, a, he's averaging one a game. He gets one more point a game than I do. He's not going off. He's not. But it sounds good. I mean, the next time they play, Oscar's going off. He's starting. <laughs> I can't believe this is a thing. This is so wild. Uh, When we come back, the NFL is adding more games in new countries. Does that mean the NFL is no longer looking at putting a a permanent team in London? We'll have that for you coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts as the nfl moved on from maybe trying to put a team permanently in london feels like adding more games in more countries is going to accomplish something better than just having a team in London. But this was a decade in the making where we're like, okay, London. Okay, is Jacksonville going to London? London's waiting for a team. Hey, they have a stadium. They're ready for an NFL team. And now it feels like it's 
Germany. I think uh, they're going to be in Brazil, Spain, I, maybe Australia for a game. They're trying to do a global reach here. And it, if you look at that, now you have teams saying, we'll give up a home game so we can have that. That's what the Chiefs wanted when they played in Germany. They were like, we want that territory. We want to own that market. We want to be that team for that country. And now you're finding teams almost planting that flag to say, that's our, that's our city. That's our country. And it feels like, and Peter King had uh, a lot of this information in uh, Good Morning Football, but it feels like more countries are getting games. And we're going to go to an 18th game eventually. So that extra game might be teams playing in other countries. And maybe, you know, in Canada, they do something. Maybe in Mexico City, they do more of that. But it feels like you could probably have eight to ten countries that you would rotate. Now, I don't think we're going to export a Super Bowl. At least I hope not. You don't need to. But it feels like maybe a permanent home for a team is not going to be on the agenda. Yes, Marv? Do you think they do something where the closest team in America might go to, you know, the Cardinals might go to Mexico or the L.A. Chargers or Rams or the Buffalo Bills play in Toronto or something like that, where it's like, all right, let's get a built-in fan base since they're relatively close to those certain teams? Well, you could put the Cowboys in Mexico City, but they're going to draw wherever they go. But the proximity of that, you know, these owners don't want to give up a home game with the revenue. But if you can, if you can expand your brand and you go into another country and, you know, the merchandising, the, you know, they, the uh, de facto fan base that's uh, in another country, I understand it and the importance of that. But I think what, what I would be interested in watching is what teams are going to try to claim which country or city in a country. Yes, Paul. This is maybe apples and oranges, but like soccer teams in different countries, they have to have a certain amount of international players versus local players. What if NFL someday had a rule where you had to have an international player on your roster, either on the practice squad or mm. the roster itself? To incur- I think there's a punter from Ireland on the Packers or something. More of that because then it plays big in that home country. Yeah, there's been rugby players, um, punters, a lot of punters, and and some kickers from other countries. I don't know if you could mandate that unless you said we're going to put an extra player. It's a 54-player roster instead of 53. That that player is going to be designated from another country. By the way, we have this day in sports history. We will uh, close up shop with our uh, poll results. Gambling podcast will be taped right after the show. Bad Larry. Dylan, the graphics guy, and Shea and Irving. And uh, we'll have that for you later on this afternoon at danpatrick.com. All right, this day in sports history, Pauline. This was a good signing for the, the Dodgers in 1952. They signed pitcher Sandy Koufax. Mm-hmm. In 84, Howard Cosell retired from NFL's Monday Night Football. And Dan Marino's always on it this time of year. 1986, Dan Marino set the NFL record with his seventh 400-yard game. Mm. Okay. That's it. Uh, Joe Burrow won the Heisman on this date. Desmond Howard won the Heisman on this date. And uh, Steph Curry in 2021 passed Ray Allen for the most made three-pointers in NBA history. Interesting, though, that Oscar Schwebe got the ball from that night, and uh, Steph Curry did not. Yeah. I call back. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me see. Brian in Minneapolis. Hi, Brian. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good. Good. And I'm, if I'm Rick Carlisle, I am trolling Giannis all the way. 
I'm putting Oscar Schwebele into the jump ball, and I'm having him talk all kinds of mess. <laughs> I, you know, it's, sometimes we're shocked that a story has legs. That all of a sudden it's like, all right, there's more to this, and then more. To, it's so silly, but I think because Giannis reacted, in, I mean, it was so visceral, and you're like, whoa, it's just basketball. But if it's not the Pacers, if if that was a game against Cleveland. And Cleveland did that for a rookie who scored his first points. Does he react that way? Because he got a technical earlier when he, you know, gave a forearm to Tyrese Halliburton. So it was on. And it was on because the Pacers celebrated like they'd won the title when they beat the Bucs in the in-season tournament. And you'll have to understand the Pacers haven't had reasons to celebrate. So it was a big moment. You're beating up your big brother. And you got a chance to play the Lakers in the in-season tournament championship. I, I get it. Uh, are they are they biting off more than they're able to handle? Yes, but still fun, fun for us. I mean, who's caring about a you know a game on Wednesday in Milwaukee in December? Nobody. Grit and grind. Let's go, Pacers. But it's it was fun, and I watched it, but. You know, Giannis going for 64, and it probably bothered the Pacers that Giannis continued to try to score. You know, he wanted to put up a big number there. And then it got chippy afterwards. I I think Giannis is going to get fined for going after the Pacers. You imagine you have to pay and you don't get the basketball? <laughs> like He should say, all right, I'm going to pay the fine, but I need the basketball. The real basketball. None of this fake stuff here. Uh, let's see. Final results of the poll question, Seton O'Connor. We put up there, uh, this one's from the, the toddler. Mm. Who's acted more out of character the past few days, Giannis or Patrick? Uh, right now, 70% have Patrick Mahomes. Okay. More out of character. Uh, well, we haven't seen an outburst like this from Mahomes. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, there's always been decorum. Now, I don't know about Giannis. I don't know if there's been a, a standalone moment or you know singular moment where you go, man, what's up with him? I think he gets passionate, but this is that was above and beyond the call of duty. And that's where somebody else can do this for you because you don't need to be in the hallway calling out the Pacers. We need you long haul. We don't need you suspended. We don't need you engaging with somebody. All right, uh, go around the room what we learned on the program. By the way, Chad from Traeger is coming in tomorrow for Meet Friday. Now it gets real. All right, Todd, what'd you learn today? Nick Wright says Kadarius Tony lined up offside several times in that game, and it wasn't called. The Chiefs' anger was that it was called on that play, costing them quite possibly the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, but did the NFL do it on purpose? Like, did the officials go, man, we're going to wait until it's a big moment and then throw a flag? Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? Yeah, Nick Wright isn't sure why they called that. Yeah, Marvin, what about you? Bucks Pacers, best rivalry in sports. <laughs> Paulie? After three hours, I know less about where the game ball is from last night. Yeah. Todd, what did I learn today? Nick Wright once again agrees with you that Draymond Green is cowardly tough. It's never a fair fight when he loses his cool. Discover wants everybody to feel special. That's why they have the Discover card. We have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more. Discover.com slash credit card limitations apply. Fun day today. Have a great day yourself. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Meet Friday, Dan Patrick's show.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.